With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. 32 degrees, 57 the high today, 28 the low tonight, 49 on Friday, low 29. 54, Saturday, low 36, 59 on Sunday, low 32, Monday 62, Tuesday 63, and Wednesday 64 degrees. A Lennox man faces charges following a single vehicle crash in Adams County. The Adams County Sheriff's Office responded to the accident at around 9 a.m. on Sunday near Highway 34 and Willow Avenue. Deputies found a 2013 black Dodge Dart in the westbound ditch. The driver later identified as 18-year-old Jesus Ramirez of Lennox suffered minor injuries. Witnesses stated the vehicle was traveling at a high rate of speed, passing cars in a no-passing zone, and eventually lost control, rolled at least twice, and came to rest on its wheels. Authorities charged Ramirez with OWI first defense, reckless driving, and operating a vehicle without a license. On Tuesday, Corning residents voted 191-83 to change the current city council representation to five council members at large without any ward residency requirements. This changes the representation from two at-large members and one council member from each of the three wards. The new measure goes into effect at the beginning of the term following the next city election. Atlantic School Superintendent Dr. Beth Johnson provided the school board with district enrollment data at their meeting Wednesday evening. Dr. Johnson said the data shows an increase of 24 students over last year. Some of that's that large kindergarten group. Yeah, yeah. and again, I tend to see the numbers being at that um, that early elementary age. And I don't know if that's indicative of things that are going to be continued to happen. So, again, we really need to look at what space we have at Washington and what we're going to do with the support in, in those that building, that grade level. Again, our um, ELL student population is again increasing from the previous year. Assuming we don't have any empty classrooms at Washington. No. Dr. Johnson said the data also shows less students open and rolling out than in previous years and an increase in students open and rolling in. In other news, the board approved offering an early retirement incentive plan. They approved the coaching list for spring sports with the exception of the high school boys golf coach until the board is provided with more information. They approved the final pay application for the Washington Elementary Playground and the snow removal beds. And the board approved the following resignations. Michelle Blake, high school volleyball coach. Joseph Brummer, middle school track coach. Mallory Robinson, district communications specialist. Lori Parrott, high school peer educator. And Matt Best, assistant boys track coach. The board approved the following hires. Desiree Kent, peer educator at Schuler, William Lawson, peer educator, therapeutic classroom. Rob Kirshner, assistant archery coach. Julie Fippen, wrestling cheer coach. Brian Armstrong and Stephanie Kinsey, wrestling girls, chaperone and drivers. And volunteer wrestling coaches, Kale Roller, Dylan Cox, Josh Perkins, Mike Grieving, Adam Smith, and Caleb Smith, and volunteer basketball coaches J.C. Hoig and Zach Christensen. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors accepted a Planning and Zoning Commission recommendation for an indefinite moratorium for the Wind Energy Conversion System Turbine Project in Montgomery County. Supervisor Mike Olson says the moratorium is an extension of the original motion for the moratorium. The supervisor chair says the supervisors can pass an indefinite moratorium with no time limit but still have to work toward an ordinance because supervisors cannot regulate a project without a resolution. He says the motion doesn't mean the action is a permanent. To give us another, I don't know how many months, you know, budget will be the end of what, February, early March, before that's done, and then we probably 
try to get back on this. Supervisor Donna Robinson says passing the ordinance does not mean the moratorium is permanent or set in stone. However, Robinson stated she serves on the board to represent her constituents. But if you move forward with whatever ordinance we do come up with and we allow turbines in the county, I think we heard a number of people get up and speak. They're not going to go away. And I, I personally feel like, and from my standpoint, when this continues to come up, I'm, I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to learn and I want to get all the information possible. But I was elected to represent the people and the people that I am representing, I am hearing saying a big resounding no on them. That's, that's my stance. Mid-American Energy proposes building a wind turbine in Pottawatomie County extending into western Montgomery County. Currently 15,000 acres are signed up for the project. Half of those acres are signed up in Montgomery County. The project director appearing at Wednesday's meeting says the project would include 90 to 140 turbines in Pottawatomie County and Montgomery County. And this translates to approximately 99 to $142 million in lease agreements with participating landowners. It also equates to about $180 million in property taxes to the counties where the wind turbines would be located, which is $4.7 million annually. Mid-American Energy does not have the right to exercise eminent domain on these projects or build the turbines without the owner's consent. He asked the supervisors to draft a balanced wind ordinance that addresses the concerns of the constituents who attended that meeting yesterday and others in the county. Atlantic Rising, in partnership with Hy-Vee, will continue to lead the Christmas Box Program this holiday season. The program was originally started by West Central Community Action over 20 years ago. The JCs took the program over soon after it started and then passed the program to Atlantic Rising in 2018. This program helps families and individuals in need of a Christmas dinner. Atlantic Rising members, along with community volunteers, uh, deliver boxes to about 180 individuals and families last year. With today's continued challenges, we expect to see a continued increase in nominations this year. That's Kelsey B. Schoener, Programs Director at the Atlantic Area Chamber of Commerce. Atlantic Rising is preparing for the 7th Annual Trivia Night that will take place early next year. The event will include eight rounds of ten questions each. Categories range from math to music to Saturday Night Live and everything in between. There is a prize awarded to the winning team. Teams are also encouraged to create team themes to add to the fun of the evening. Trivia Night is the organization's main fundraising event for the Christmas boxes. And year after year, participants enjoy a fun night while raising money for this impactful project. With the projected numbers of families served, we also uh, will be reaching out to businesses and community members asking for donations and volunteers to help serve as many families as we can. And on December 14th, members of Atlantic Rising and local volunteers will fill and deliver boxes of food items to families and individuals who can then use them to cook Christmas dinner. Atlantic Rising is proud to carry out the traditions of the Christmas box program, and we are thankful that we are able to partner with Hy-Vee to give back to our community in such a great way. To nominate a family or individual, or if you are interested in volunteering, contact Atlantic Rising at 712-243-3017 or chamber at AtlanticIowa.com. I'm Tom Robinson. More news on our website at westerniowatoday.com.